Hey friends, before I start my episode, I just want to say happy Valentine's Day. We often focus on our external relationships on this day, and really most days to be honest, but use this as a reminder to focus on self-love and growth today and every day because you matter too. Promise me, do something special for yourself today. Hi, everyone. You are listening to Beyond, and I'm your host, Dr. Flora. Listen, life is hard. You don't have to do it alone. As a mindset coach, physician, mom, and an infertility warrior, I have mastered techniques to help move you towards contentment and growth. I can't wait to go along with this crazy-ass life journey with you while making sure you feel like your best self. This podcast is meant to have you feel unstuck from your rut and less alone. Let's do this. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Beyond Podcast. I'm excited because today is the first episode of my series called Five Minutes with Flora. These episodes are going to be more of a behind-the-scenes look on quick mindset tips and tricks that have worked on my own coaching clients. So you guys are really in for a treat because these are going to be free life hacks I'm going to be giving out that hopefully will help you live a more content, fulfilled, purposeful day. Get ready to take notes so you can practice these tips and build on them as you go through the Beyond Podcast. Or if you are a current coaching client of mine, My friends, you know this will be a fabulous refresher. Let's get started. So I'm going to start with a quick story about ya girl here who ended her first year of college with a 2.7 GPA. That's right, (laughs) 2.7. To refresh your memory, that's pretty shitty. And then just to also give you a little background, my dad's a doctor. Um, my mom is a homemaker, and she truly was the anchor of our family. She not only took care of the household, she was the runner of her family. Like she ran us back and forth to schools and all of our after school activities, extracurriculars. She was making all the meals and really just raised us. Hardest job in the world, hands down. Neither of them really pressured me to go into medicine per se. Overall, they wanted me to be, of course, successful, financially secure. Oh, and then let me just add, you know, don't bring any shame to the family. That was also another goal. And if you grew up in a traditionally South Asian mindset, you know that was always on the forefront. Don't bring any shame. Don't make your family look bad. Anyway, I think maybe one time before I left for college, my parents mentioned, Wouldn't it be great if you went into medicine? There are so many benefits for being a doctor. And then they went on to list their reasons. And I sat. I listened like a good Indian girl. And naturally, I entered college and declared my major to be, get ready for it, business. (laughs) The exact opposite of anything relating to science. Let's just say, despite that, I thought I was making a decision that was best for me. Um, I was miserable my first year. 
accounting, economics, marketing. I mean, at that time, I didn't understand any of it. I was bored. Nobody looked like me in my classrooms. All my friends were doing science-based majors. Automatically, I felt like I didn't belong. So by the end of my freshman year of college, with that 2.7 GPA, I realized it wasn't for me. I don't know what all contributed to my decision to switch majors. It probably was the crappy GPA. But on top of that, it was just, I felt like I didn't belong. Either way, I decided to give science courses a try and eventually, as you know, applied to medical school. Now, even though my decision to go to medical school would come later, I knew that a 2.7 GPA on my record would not let me get very far academically, regardless of the field. So after I switched, I busted my ass for three years, taking year-round classes, summer courses, exceeding the maximum allotted amount of credits per semester just to boost that GPA. And I did it. I ended my college career with a competitive GPA, got into medical school, and I'm just telling you all of this just to say, when I walked into class on the first day of medical school, I said to myself, yes, damn, I made it, only to quickly realize that everyone else around me also made it. They made it with the same grit, the same smarts, the same determination, the same motivation. They made it with better grades, better GPAs, better extracurricular activities, research, brains, And here was the start. Here was the start of the verbiage. Oh, no. I don't belong here. I got here by luck. I am probably the dumbest person in this class. I quickly forgot about my accomplishments of working so hard, having that grit, that determination, getting in. It was all gone. And I concluded on day one that I got in through sheer luck and not my hard work. And that decision, that mindset followed me throughout my medical training career. This, my friends, is imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is a mindset where we doubt our accomplishments despite clear evidence of being competent and capable. Sound familiar? (laughs) Like many of you, I've had imposter syndrome pretty much all my life. But there was a time where debilitating until I figured out how to combat it. So instead of it being debilitating, I use imposter syndrome to motivate me. Now, I know you all have felt signs at some point in time. I'm sure you recognize the following. The feeling that overworking is the only way to meet expectations or that you don't feel worthy of attention or affection or you downplay your accomplishments, you credit luck instead of your hard work. Or you have these above feelings that hold you back from reaching attainable goals because you have a fear of failure. Or you just have a general feeling of not belonging because you think everyone is better. Look, imposter syndrome is normal. We all have loud inner voices, critics that speak up even louder at the most inopportune times. What you can do to set yourself apart is learn how to react to that imposter syndrome voice. You guys ready? Do you guys have your notes, pencil, paper, your phone, something to write this down? We're going to start with the tips to combat your imposter syndrome. Number one, 
Name that stupid inner voice. Be aware of it. Your inner voice doesn't define you. You know that. You know they're not speaking truths. It's time to acknowledge it. FYI, my inner voice is named Evilla. It's super original, I know. But I don't ignore Evilla. I recognize her and I acknowledge her. How do I do that? Well, that leads to tip number two. Fight your negative inner voice with reactive affirmations. Reactive affirmations are statements that your objective mind says to fight your negative imposter syndrome voice. So if Evilla says something, I say something back. That's true. Number three, celebrate your wins. I mean, really sit in your accomplishments. We can't wallow over our mistakes for years and only celebrate our wins just with the dinner out. Number four, own your journey. Look, none of our journeys look the same. None of our paths are the same. You know, the way I look at it is pretend someone is making a documentary on you and make sure that viewer looks at your journey to wherever you are now and says, wow, okay, I see you. I see you made it through some shit and look at you now. All right, last tip. Be okay with mistakes. We've all made them. We all learn from them. I mean, how did you all learn to walk? By falling and getting up and falling again and getting up again and repeat until you're walking on your two legs. Now, some of us walk a little bit better than others, but you get the idea. Use that same method for the rest of your life. None of us are perfect, but continue learning, continue growing. And I'm going to give you guys a bonus tip if you've made it this far. Ask for help. Gather your resources. Hire a coach. Hire someone outside that's trained to do this. There's nothing better than an objective voice outside of your own helping you recognize your imposter syndrome. All right, friends, that was five minutes with Flora. I hope you guys took notes and I hope you learned something to help boost your week. On the next episode, I will be expanding on imposter syndrome and expanding on all of these tips. So stay tuned. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining and spending your precious time here with me. As someone who prioritizes her energy, I am so grateful that you chose to spend yours here. To help me help you, please take an extra 30 seconds of your time to rate and review the podcast on your listening platform. For more tips and a behind the scenes look into my life, follow me on Instagram at Dr. Flora Sinha. That's Dr. Flora Sinha. Finally, connecting with you truly fills my cup. So DM me on Instagram, email me at florasinhamd at gmail.com. Repost if you love this episode. I love, love hearing from you. I am so grateful for you and cannot wait to be back for the next episode. Bye.